Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of How to Get Rid of Our Dreadful Anxiety. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One last thing before we get started. Our Confidently Calm program is back on track. We had to put that on hold for a few reasons, but we're back on track. This is a program that helps you eliminate anxiety. We have six to eight videos that you get, and you get to meet with me every single month for a year virtually as a group. It's a very, very empowering way to eliminate anxiety, hold each other accountable, and learn from each other. Sign up now before it gets full. I can't wait to see you in our group. Hey guys, I hope you all are doing the things that you have learned in the first three episodes. I know it's hard and I know it can be very, very tough to go through this dreadful anxiety and to feel like nothing is working. But remember, the more stress, the more anxiety. Learning not to stress, learning to accept the anxiety, sitting with your anxiety. Everything that we've learned in the first three episodes, I want you to continue to do. Please, please, please trust me. And I know it's hard. You don't know who I am and it's hard to trust anyone, right? I mean, I think a lot of us will go to the doctor, we've gone to therapy and it still doesn't work. We've tried medications, we've tried all these other different remedies that we've heard about and nothing seems to work. But I guarantee you that this does work if you put in the work. You need to continue to do it. It's not going to be after listening to six episodes or after doing this maybe 10 times, you have to put in the work. It's going to take time. Be patient with yourself and with the recovery and the road that is um, that we are led to um, that recovery. Um, it's important for us to continue to do that. And I want to tell you that I'm here for you. I know it's hard and I know it can be hard when you don't have anyone that is going through what you're going through, it's hard. So just hear me out. 
today's episode is about kind of um, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of your surroundings, what you do, what you're listening to, and what you're watching. Really, really important for anxiety and when you're trying to recover. And of course, you don't need to stop being around the negativity all the time. I mean, it would be best, right? But I know it's hard, especially when you're, um, some of your family or friends are really negative, but you don't really want to stop talking to them, right? It's really hard to do that. But see, sometimes we just need to stay away for a while, especially while you're recovering. So today's episode is about being aware of your surroundings, what you're listening to, watching, what you're reading. All that is really important because when we do read about something, let's say the news, the news is really, really detrimental to our mental well-being when we have anxiety. It just plants that little seed, even though you tell yourself, I'm not going to let it get to me. It does. And I'm here to tell you my experience. You know, I really, really don't watch the news. But with the shooting in Uvalde, I started watching. And that just, you know, brought me down even more. And you all know this. I was very, very emotional for about a week and a half. Um, And so I had to stop watching. I had to just remind myself that we need to kind of stay away from all the negativity, especially when you're um, trying to recover. Um, and then after, I think, you know, when you're when you're confident and you know that you can handle this and you know that you've learned how to get rid of that dreadful anxiety, it's easier. It gets easier. You're able to watch things. And then you just have to kind of be self-aware all the time. I think that's really, really a very powerful thing to learn. Self-awareness is key to any change. Self-awareness will let us and guide us to what we need to do and to what we need to stop doing. And that's what we want to talk about today. Just being self-aware of what you're listening to, what you're eating. Um, You know, if you're eating a lot of caffeine, uh, drinking a lot of caffeine, eating things that have um, caffeine, like chocolate has caffeine, um, then you want to be mindful about that. You want to be careful about Um, what you're doing and what you're not doing. So we all kind of know what we need to stay away with, uh, stay away from. Um, But it's really hard, right? It's hard to do that. But just see it as I need to do this for me and for everyone around me. And putting that in a different perspective is not just very um, eye-opening. It it motivates us. It motivates us to want to do the things that we need to do to be able to recover and to be able to be the one, the person that you truly want to be and to stop living the life of someone with severe anxiety, right? Because it keeps us from doing the things that we want to do. And so just being aware, self-awareness is key, like I said, to um, recovery and to any change in your life. So start looking at even just what you're browsing on TikTok, even if you're um, looking or have been following other 
um, therapists, um, if you're following on Instagram, other mental health professionals that are always talking about anxiety, you want to be careful. I recommend while you're doing your recovery to just maybe follow two or three therapists or accounts that are very positive and that have helped you. And let me tell you something about what I do with my Instagram. I haven't been posting recently because I'm really, really busy um, and I really wanted to do these podcasts. So when I do have time, it's um, now committed to these episodes. But when I do post on Instagram, I never post about um, symptoms. I never post about anxiety can make you feel like this. Because if you look for symptoms, you will find them. Let me say that again. If you look for symptoms, you will find them with anxiety. It plants that little seed. So if I'm always talking about all these negative um, symptoms and all these things that come with anxiety, then it's just going to be planting little seeds in my um, followers' heads. And then we start looking for that. Oh, wow, I've never gotten dizzy. And then you start looking every every day. Oh, my, I hope I don't get dizzy. Can you imagine being dizzy? And it just makes us more stressed. Stress causes more anxiety, makes things harder, makes recovery harder. So we want to stay away from any of those um, for now, right? I mean, and I, I, you don't have to listen to me, but this is what I recommend my patients do. Um, like I said, two or three um, accounts that you know are really positive and that have helped you, you want to follow. Um, on TikTok too, there's so many different um, things that help you, but there's so many other things that you don't know might be planting those little seeds in your head to look for symptoms and to stress you out about anxiety. So just be really mindful about that social media, Facebook, um, the news, I recommend you stop reading or watching the news and just maybe find, uh, maybe a newspaper, an article, um, something to stay informed because we want to stay informed, right? But not to watch and, and listen to interviews and just immersing yourself in, um, any type of news is, um, can be detrimental to your anxiety and your mental well-being. So just be mindful of that, what you're watching, what you're um, following, who you're following, and also who you're hanging out with. Sometimes we have a friend or even a family member that's really, really negative. So you want to be aware of that. You don't have to stop talking to them completely, but just be mindful of your time around that around that person. And so let's say you um, have a really good friend that you meet with every Monday or every whatever, once or twice a week. And you're noticing that every single time you meet with them, you get this like anger and you're, you all are talking both about um, all this negative stuff. And then after you feel a little more anxious, you feel a little bit more stressed. You feel like you're um, really, really angry, be mindful of that. And maybe instead of twice a week, minimize it to once a week or even minimize it to a phone call. Um, 
it's important while you're recovering. Um, like I said, you don't need to completely eliminate yourself from that person. It's really, really hard. I'm Latina. We can't do that with our family. It's really, really hard for us to separate um, ourselves from our family and to not go visit family. But sometimes you need to do that, um, you know, depending on how you feel afterwards. If you have a family that is really, really, um, you know, it's a joy to be around and um, they're, they're funny and you always have this amazing time, then do that more often. And that just reminds me that I need to hang out with my cousins a little bit more. Um, you know, that's, I, I have amazing um, family that I hang out with. Um, my siblings are really, really um, close to me and I love them too. I hardly see them now that I'm in Houston. Um, but having that phone call with them, you know, making sure that you're around the people that help you feel better, make you laugh and, um, they're there for you. That is important while you're recovering. It just gives you that motivation, that boost, that confidence that we all need, especially when we're trying to recover from, um, anxiety and when we're doing this stuff, because it's really, really, really important to do that, to be around positivity. Um, you've heard me, I don't believe in, in too much positivity, right? Because then it it's really hard for us to believe but we want to be around people that are um, in good spirit and brings us joy and happiness. That's what we want to do. Um, and so just being mindful of that. And then also I want to start um, getting you to do some sort of relaxation. We want to start doing this. And when I do these um, workshops with um, via Zoom, it's a little easier for me because I could do a meditation every day. So I want you to start doing some sort of breath work or meditation. I do have a bonus episode. Um, you can look for it. It's I think I maybe recorded it maybe two years ago. So it's um, further down in the in the first um, episodes. But I will be recording another one pretty soon. Because I want you to start doing that. I want your mind and your body to start learning how to relax. And I teach that by doing a guided imagery. Um, so it's like a meditation, but it's more guided. And it guides your mind and your body to relax. And I want you to continue doing that. Um, I will be recording um, one right after this. So it will be available soon, um, hopefully in um, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have a meditation on there too. Um, so start doing that. And I want you to do that every single day, even if it's just five breath works, even if it's just for 10 seconds, 15 seconds, you want to start guiding your body to relax. When our anxiety is high and we experience anxiety, it's hard for us to relax. Even when we, we can have like a 10 hour um, you know, sleep, we can have amazing sleep, but we always wake up and we feel like our mind, our mind and our body are always tensed. That's because our body is already used to that tension and that anxiety. And so we want to teach our body, not only our mind, but our body also to relax and to learn how to feel that um, calmness and that relaxation. So we want to start doing that every single day. Again, every single day, even if it's just 
five deep breaths. We all have time for that. You can be at your desk and just close your eyes and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathing is very, very important for you um, and your your um, activating the, the uh, parasympathetic nervous system. It's super powerful. But also I want to let you know that you want to find what works for you. As far as the breath work, and I'll explain this when I do the, this um, meditation, I'll explain it a little further, um, but you want to kind of just listen to your normal natural breath and find what works for you. Don't listen to anyone that says you should be breathing in for four seconds, holding it for five and breathing out for six. It's kind of hard for someone with anxiety to hold their breath for five seconds. I know I couldn't when I had severe anxiety. So you don't want to be doing that because you're only going to get frustrated. It can cause you to feel more anxiety. So listen to your normal, natural breath. I'm going to just give you an example of what works for me and what I do when I do any type of meditation or breath work. For me, I breathe in for about two seconds. I don't hold it for longer than maybe half a second. And then I breathe out for about five seconds. And that's just me. Like I said, start with what you feel comfortable with, your normal, natural breath. But I'm going to show you what I do. And um, I hope you can hear me breathing in and breathing out. The only thing that you should be doing for sure is breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And breathing out should be a little longer than breathing in. So this is what works for me. And pursing your lips together while you breathe out is important because it helps you to do it in a very, very um, slow. um, And that is what helps you. Breathing out is what relaxes you. So again, find what works for you. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth is the only um, thing that is um, recommended, right? But you want to find what works for you. Um, so stay tuned for that episode, that bonus episode that I will be doing to guide you and to use this meditation, um, give yourself time, be very, very, um, forgiving with yourself. That is really important when you're doing any type of meditation. It's really hard for us to, um, especially if you're feeling anxious, to feel super, super, super relaxed after doing this for the first time. And I don't want you to have any expectations. Just say, you know what? I'm just going to try this because the anxiety doctor told me to try it. And just try to enjoy it and try to see what you get out of it. But the more we do it, the more we get used to it. So Stay tuned for that episode. And I want to also remind you that in um, April, we will be starting the, not April, sorry, in in July, late July, uh, we will be starting the um, group. Um, It will be about maybe seven to eight videos of me going more into um, what I talk about here um, teaching you how to do it and what to do. And also we'll be meeting, it'll be a full year of, um, virtual, uh, groups with me. You can ask me anything. We can, 
you know, vent, we can talk, I can go into what we're learning here a little bit more. Um, and I'm hoping to do more than 12 in that years, but for sure, every month we'll have a meet, um, a virtual meeting. Um, and then more, more things to come. I'm really excited about that. Um, that is going to help me fund my mission to bring mindfulness into the classrooms. I will be starting that in August. Um, and so this is just a way to help you and to help me bring that mindfulness into classrooms that I think is really, really crucial for um, children in, in you know, living in, in the year 2022. I think learning how to be mindful and how to implement simple skills is really, really important to teach kids at a young age. We don't want to wait until we're adults and um, stress and anxiety is creating uh, problems in our life. We want to make sure that we teach um, children and people at a young age that it's important to take care of our mind. Super, super important. So if you're interested in that, I already have a, um, a link in my website. On my website, it's theanxietydoctor.com, DR at the end. Um, you can find the information in the notes from this episode. Um, and you can already sign up. I believe the videos aren't up yet. That for sure, they're not up. They will be up in late July. Um, but we can already start um, maybe even having meetings. I don't mind doing um, doing one before we have, before we actually start the um, the, uh, group. So if you're interested, um, go ahead and, um, find the website in the show notes. And I'm excited for that. Super, super excited. Always remember to be good to yourself and others, and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.